If the only prayer you said in your whole life was thank you, that would suffice. Meister Eckhart Hello and welcome to the Badger Talks podcast, the podcast that shares interviews with experts from the University of Wisconsin-Madison community about their work, research, and a little bit about what they're like as people, too. I'm your host, Buzz Kemper. Today, we're focusing on gratitude and thankfulness, and I'm happy to have as my guest, Bob McGrath, Emeritus Psychologist at UW-Madison. So, Bob McGrath, you are Emeritus Psychologist at UW-Madison, which means you are retired, but you still get to do some things, and you, you probably get to do mostly the things that you enjoy doing or that you find gratifying. Exactly. Enjoy uh, doing, yes, and uh, doing, I lead a meditation group, and I lead, uh, do talks around the state, and uh, I like that as something to do. Officially, not that it makes a difference, but as I had to come up with a decision, do I maintain my psychology license? And what I've maintained is I, can, I can't I can do clinical practice because I don't do that 30 hours of <laughs> or 40 hours of continuing education, but I'm still uh, doing other psych- psychology, meeting people and connecting around. Yeah, and you're concentrating on the positive side, which is great. This is the month of Thanksgiving, and I think that we tend to, we as humans tend to concentrate on the things that aren't going so well in our lives, and uh, and maybe we can get a little bit negative about that. But at least in this month of Thanksgiving, and hopefully we can carry this into the other months as well, um, it seems like it's a good idea to to be able to focus on what we should be thankful for, what we should feel gratitude about. And I'd like to start by asking you, how did you get interested in gratitude and its benefits? Well, it's been a number of years, somewhere about 17, 18 years ago, I was at a conference, um, and one of the, the keynote speaker was Bob Emmons. And his he's one of the psychologists that doesn't dabble on this area and that area, his whole career is on gratitude. And it started, and what he typically would do is, you know, he had different groups. One kept a gratitude journal, just ending your day, or he says do it whenever you want during the day, but keeping a little list of what you appreciated and were thankful for in the day. And then the other group was the hassles group. (laughs) So (laughs) keeping their annoyances, um, someone told me, and I don't know, you might have to delete this, but it's like uh, calling it a bitchin' journal. So you make a decision. You want to keep a hassles journal, bitchin' journal, or a gratitude journal. And it's, it turns out very striking. Actually, the hassles journal, their mood improves a little bit. But the gratitude journal, it doesn't just improve a little bit. The, the list of benefits, their optimism goes up. They start exercising more. Wait a minute, keeping a gratitude journal makes you exercise? No, <laughs> but it prompts it. It just, your mood goes up. They feel better physically and about their lives in general. Uh, relieve stress, depression, helps cope with illness. One of the Bob Emmons studies is working with people that are actually in the hospital. And you know, it's like, uh, how do you focus on gratitude then? It's like, 
still alive and you're still, you know, recovering, et cetera. And so, and again, for them, high, you know, positive moods, greater sense of well-being, uh, sense of feeling connected with others, better sleep, boost happiness by 25%. So it just, you know, the, the, the benefits go on and on and on, you know, get along better with others. <laughs> so start achieving more. You know, and for students, and, and again, he's done a nice range of studies from high school students, grad, uh, grad, uh, college students, and so on. Grades improve. People start exercising more. It's like just by keeping a gratitude journal. So as I, my focus in my last part of the, my career was on mind-body wellness, and this certainly qualifies as a major part of mind and body wellness is just um, – Keeping a gratitude journal, hmm. you know. And you now you lead meditation classes. So is this part of that when you when you lead a meditation uh, course? Do you do you concentrate on having people think about things for which they feel grateful, uh, or or is that is that a separate thing that you you don't really cross the two? No, I, I sometimes end up with that, but also as we're coming up on a certain month here. Um, there is a gratitude meditation that just going through parts of your body. I mean, so just imagine here, we won't go through it, but <laughs> just think about your hand. And you don't, you know, are you grateful for your hand? It's like, well, think about it. Yes, just think of all that your hands do for you. Everything from brushing your teeth to combing your hair to putting food in your mouth. Uh, and so it goes on, you know, and so there's all that you the, be thankful about for your hand. And then, you know, thinking about your eyes and all that we, you know, value with what we can do with our eyes, um, seeing beauty. And, they, you know, it's been a beautiful spring or fall here. Yes. <laughs> that feels like spring. Yeah, it But does. a beautiful fall then mouth, it's like, oh, how important is that? Yeah, <laughs> you right. You know, in terms of what we do, we talk. Oh, wait, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With our mouth. Yeah. We, we also put food in our mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking about it that specifically is uh, is really revealing. Now, as a psychologist, it seems to me as a non-psychologist that people have a tendency to focus on the negative things, to focus on what's not right with their lives. Is that... Is that just my impression, or is that how you experience people as well? And if so, how do you get people to turn that around and start thinking about the positives? Yeah, and that there definitely is, unfortunately, an inclination, and partially is that a protective thing, but it's like, oh, just... Um, and one of the, the area of psychology that I'm in, it's called positive psychology. Um, it's just been for the last 20-plus years or so, and one of the little prompts for it... Uh, was this Martin Seligman is a psychologist and his whole focus was on depression, learned helplessness, how you basically, everything goes wrong and you just at some point punt and that just, that's a depression. It's like, why bother? Um, but he was out in the yard with his daughter and sort of complaining about something. And she said, Daddy, why are you grumpy all the time? And supposedly that woke him up <laughs> to not being, you know, the benefit of being negative it ain't, there ain't any benefit. <laughs> so 
being positive. And so he got moving and the whole positive psychology movement started paying attention to positive things rather than negative, how to have good relationships, how to, you know, eat well, sleep well, exercise, take care of your body, and again, how to be grateful. And that's a really core, and it's striking how just keeping a gratitude journal. Uh, over the years, I always make a little joke that it's like, you know, when I was teaching classes, I gave homework. And it's like, well, now when I'm doing talks, it's like, well, it's not a homework assignment, it's now a homework suggestion. And the suggestion is, why not? Keep keep a gratitude journal. The, the benefits of a, keeping a gratitude journal aren't minimal, they're like a page long. There's too long for me to remember all. <laughs> I could list them sort of for you, but, uh, but they're just striking how just keeping a gratitude journal. Um, and it's, I think it's a wonderful way to end the day. Bob Emmons, the fellow I mentioned uh, that sort of started the whole gratitude focus, um, and again, he didn't start it, but has started researching mm -hmm. it in a way that, um, um, you know, he'll say, you know, keep that gratitude journal whenever. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think there's something about doing it at the end of the evening. Just wrapping your day up, what a way to go to bed with yeah. a positive instead of, oh, what do I have to do tomorrow? What went wrong today? Bingo. Mm -hmm. And just sort of being appreciative of, of your day. And again, just that's a pretty easy thing to do. And the gratitude journal, bingo, has incredible benefits. And I assume that you do this uh, as well, since you're such an advocate of it. Do you have a gratitude journal? I, I've kept it from that time that I went to the Bob Emmons uh, <laughs> talk. Wow. I've, so many, not just a gratitude journal, there's about seven or eight of them now in a pile. Yeah. It's like, there's something that's like, well, should I toss these? No. There's something valuable about, you know, and I can flip back and say, oh, yeah, back three years ago, this is something that, that I really enjoyed and so on. And there's a nice variation. Some will say, just keep, do it once a week even, and just think, what are the five high points of the week that, I wanna, that I'm thankful for? Um, but I really personally think, why not? You know, it takes good one and a half to two minutes at the end of the day to end it in a positive note about what did I appreciate about today? What am I thankful for? It's a great idea. I think I'm. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try great. it. And I, I have. It's funny. I have a very, I have a very narrow version of it, which is uh, one of my hobbies is is rock climbing, technical yeah. rock climbing. And I have the Climber's Guide to Devil's Lake, which is a, a thick book with descriptions of all the climbs in it. And one thing I started doing about 15 years ago is when I do a climb with a friend, I will have them write their name next to the description of the climb and then write a sentence about oh. how they felt about it. And that has been kind of a gratitude journal for me because I look back five years later and say, oh, I remember that day I went up there with my friend Amanda and she did great and, and we had such a good time. And so I do see the benefits of that. And it sounds like you feel grateful that you have that capacity to rock climb. Yes. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, and I'm, again, I'm 67 years old. I'm glad. I'm glad I can walk. You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so the fact that I can go, yeah, climb a rock, Bingo. I definitely, definitely feel yeah. feel gratitude for that. Do you, in your emeritus position, what other work do you do besides the meditation class? Uh, I give talks around the state, 
Okay. Um, just uh, the topic typically is living with vitality. Ah. And so, um, and one of the t- top points, <laughs> I can tell you two or three of the, the main points, but number four is gratitude. But um, number one is being with others, connecting with others, and doing for others. That it is real striking that the one of the, I mean, relationships are crucial, but then when you're doing for others, it's even better. <laughs> And so, uh, just having that on your, and you get to write that in the gratitude journal. Oh, I, <laughs> what I did for someone today, you know, even if it's just something as minor as uh, you know, an aunt, whenever she took a walk, she picked up the trash that people had left. Yes. And what a wonderful act of kindness. And yeah. again, I feel grateful that she did it and taught me how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, um, then, the other important point, breathing. And again, we can all be thankful. You can't, If you're not breathing, it gets harder to be thankful. But And just and that you can, and there's some variation or some say, oh, you don't want to alter your breathing at all. Now there's, it's like, oh, do these different kind of breathing things. And just being, you know, if you're doing a breathing exercise, oh, how easy to be grateful. I am breathing and I can alter my breathing and that calms me down and, and wakes me up in certain ways. So I don't know if you've heard of some of the different breathing things, four, seven, eight breathing, or five, 10, where you're breathing into count of four, pausing to count of seven, exhaling forcibly out your mouth to the count of eight, or five, 10, it's just in to five, out to 10. Uh, and there's just, there's a list of five or 10 different <laughs> um, alternate breathing, alternate nostril breathing, um, and yep, I've taken um, enough yoga classes okay, to be yeah. yeah familiar with some of these. Right. Yeah. Your lecture series is called "Living with Vitality," and it sounds it sounds like you've really keyed in on some very important tools that people can use to just be happier, be more active, and just be more engaged in life and uh, and to make their lives to direct their lives rather than feeling like oh. their lives are being kind of pushed around by various you know negative factors bob is there anything that you'd like to say but maybe i haven't asked the right question for it the other you know besides a gratitude journal which is strongly and one of the things that yeah i have to admit i don't quite follow up as much but the idea of a thank you note mm. to someone um that just reflecting and thinking who's well, someone that I've said thanks plenty to, but somehow just incorporating that thanks into a nice note and not send, not sending it, but arranging a time and reading it to them. It just, oh, wow. yes, it just, it has a great impact and it really, and if, you know, if they're way, way out of town, just sending, and, you know, it can be a nice surprise, you know, rather than thank you note for a present, you know, but, yeah. which, uh, you know, just thanking them for their part in your life. Yeah. And and again, writing it out, and if possible at all, reading it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the promotion is, you know, maybe two a year, mm-hmm. but there's no limit. You can, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you, you know, That's really I suppose it would lose idea. some of its effect if you started doing that all the time. And, right, right, right. But and it's interesting, gratitude, thank you notes have become Let's say somewhat routine, <laughs> you know. Um, 
Well, physical thank you notes are not so routine. And I've noticed yeah. that, um, you know, people send emails yes. now or texts. Yes. And I've noticed that uh, when I do... Um, when I do a big, uh, you know, I do some voiceover work and if I do a big voiceover job for a company, I will send physical thank you notes and they really cherish those ah, because great. it's a thing you actually get in the mail, you can physically open and it's not, you know, it doesn't just exist, uh, you know, in the cyber world, it actually is a physical thing. And so, yeah, I think that is, that is a really worthwhile thing to do. Terrific. Bob McGrath, uh, emeritus psychologist at UW-Madison, and, uh, and uh, you've, you've shown us a lot here about uh, the benefits of gratitude and being thankful. And hopefully, even though this is the month where we celebrate Thanksgiving, hopefully we can carry these things into the other months as well. And, uh, and maybe we'll all be a little bit happier. And thanks for including me in this discussion. You've been listening to the Badger Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with UW-Madison emeritus psychologist Bob McGrath. Please browse our previous episodes for other topics that may be of interest to you. The Badger Talks podcast is a creation of UW Connects and produced at Audio for the Arts Recording Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. Our music is composed by Bill Purdy and performed by the UW Marching Band. I'm Buzz Kemper. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>